Welcome to Radio Free Will. I'm your host, George McCullen, coming at you live and direct from Grigstown, New Jersey. And we're back again with Michelle Mockers, artist, activist, and philosopher. It's a hot day in New Jersey, and uh, Michelle, I think we're going to make it a little bit hotter today, <laughs> right? Um, we're going to pick up, folks, where we left off. Last week, we discussed Michelle's general rules for living a wonderful life. Uh, the first rule was no armies, collaboration, or countries. But before we jump into number two, which is government, which has as many men as women representing themselves. I just want to ask, Michelle, how are you doing today? Not too bad, not too bad, despite the heat. But the heat, you can always fight the heat, you know, one way or another way. As long as you don't move around too yeah. much. Um, um, before we got started, you said something about you wanted to um, call out all the politicians. Yeah, because, you know, we're going to enter, uh, in fact, uh, the campaign. And if I can say so, it will start. It starts in uh, September. Forget the, the, the vacation time. Nobody's uh, listening, you know. People are on the beach or whatever. Forget. So, but in September, everybody goes back to work, more or less. And it's September that it will start. And I thought of something which bothers me since a long period of time. In fact, the, the, the basic, basic truth of all that in America, I'm talking about America and eh, not worldwide, eh? uh -huh. in America is that America is not the democracy that it pretends to be. How so? For two reasons, my dear, two, two mechanical, if I can say, reasons. One is that democracy is a moral concept. It's not a practical concept. It's basically, in the beginning, a moral concept. And if you look in the dictionary, you will see that it is the government of the people, by the people, for the people. And we can say that America is everything but the government of the people, by the people, for the people. is the government of the people who put the money in. And the price of the White House is so ridiculous that the people will never, never be in... It's impossible to be in, in that cell. But the people with the money, they provide the money. In other words, democracy is the people. At the time where you have influences which are not the people. That's already wrong. It's totally wrong. So you have two basic things why democracy does not exist. Number one, all the people, all the young people, all the future citizens should have, should be entitled to exactly the same education. Some can go on forever, you know, but some are, are limited, but that, that's something else. Every kid is entitled to the same complete education, which is not at all what we give here. Not at all. 
Uh, you have to pay, and you're not, not, not only that, if you want to go a little further on, you have to, to, to borrow money to, to, to be able to go on, which is completely out, precisely out of what I call democracy. And the second thing of not democratic at all is the election themselves. The stage is monopolized by two parties, the Republican and the Democrats. The rest of it, forget it. They are the only one with the with the the the, the, the power of television of all what you want. They have they have absolutely everything, and nobody else than Republican and Democrats can basically have a chance, or even to present itself. Democracy should allow to all parties to present themselves, even if they are not elected, and that does not exist. In other words, for me, America is not a democracy. Actually, it's a, if I can use that ugly word, it's a Pluto-democracy. A democracy in the, in the hands of few people with all the money, and few companies with all the money. Well, you certainly see that nowadays, but is there a way for us to get to a position where the, our country, our, our nation is represented by the people? So how shall we do? Up, up to the end of it, we follow like that, and we follow those who tell us, uh, this is this, this is what you do, what you must do, what do, even if it's not true. So we are following like a, like a flock of sheep. Huh? Well, I suppose the argument for that is that um, you don't want mob rule. You don't want what? Mob rule. So the majority of the people don't want immigration or whatever, or, so they, the, um, um, you want minority opinions protected, but I guess if there was free speech, majority, minority opinions would be. Yeah, but you know, when you say free speech, of, speech of, free or speech and free opinion, forget it. You don't have free speech. No, you, you don't have free speech. When you read here, when you read papers, when you listen to, to, the, to the radio, it's always, always, always the same, same, same way. Nothing on the side. Nothing. And how do we get um, to a position where we do have what you're proposing? Oh my dear, that's where, that's where in the actual condition it's impossible. The only solution, the only solution is to put back what we have today and to create something else. And something democratic, excuse me, something democratic. And how do you see that democratic society? I told you already, all kids with education, all people with education, and all political parties with the right and the, the same possibility to, to, to be known, the, the, the same right as any other party. There is no reason why two parties monopolize the game. That, that's that's absolutely undemocratic. So you, we, we were talking mm, probably a couple of years ago that um, you said in France that all parties are allowed to be on the ballot. And how how does that work? The it works. It will work for as much as I know. I don't go to France anymore. But when I was uh, living France, all parties were entitled. To, to put to put project themselves with one condition because all had the same advertising paid by the government. In fact, you cannot you cannot 
put a big sum of money to make some advertising, like here. Here, you know, you have companies or people who give a lot of money to, to, you know, to advertise, which absolutely is anti-democratic. Where is the people in that? Only the people with the money. And it's where it's absolutely unfair. So in France, it was all parties could be represented at the condition to make a minimum. If there were not that minimum, and I believe the minimum was 5 or 6 percent, something like that, mm-hmm. you were obliged to pay the advertising so that had been done for the party. So the, it's government funded? Government funding means that, that private people cannot interfere in the election. Here, it's, the election is private people, those with the money. We know very well that America is in the hands of few people. And those few people can do what they want. It's not new, you know, when you read uh, Thomas More in the 16th century, it was already exactly the same thing. But the same thing goes on. And But today, they put it under the, 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 the title of democracy, which is completely, for me, which is completely wrong. And the, the, the people follow once more like a, like a flock of sheep, because they are not, uh, they don't even know what democracy, the definition of democracy. I'm sure that we, if we go in the street and we interview a certain number of people, they will absolutely be unable to give us a clear definition of democracy. And so you you, you were saying that um, the elections are bought by the people with the money. But it's amazing to me, an individual can only provide up to $2,800, I believe, per candidate. It's amazing to me that, um, unless they're working the rules somehow, uh, it's amazing to me that a politician would be bought off at such a low price. $2,800 doesn't seem like that much money. You couldn't buy me off for $2,800. I don't... I don't get it. Yeah, because there is nothing to get, my dear. <laughs> I mean, $2,800, we, we we all do a lot of fighting amongst each other. If everybody just put $2,800 onto but a politician, you, you, they could, you know, in, could you go know, a long in, way. You know, in fact, when you really look at, at, at history, at what means the word democracy, we are not a democracy. We have never been a democracy. The constitution is not a democratic constitution. Not at all. It doesn't give a damn thing about the freedom of speech of opinion. So would you propose um, the United States is a republic, so the public is supposedly represented by officials that are supposed to vote, pass laws in, in their behalf. Would you propose anything like a direct democracy where people vote over the internet or whatever? Everybody gets a vote on whatever bill, whatever law comes along? That could be organized, my dear. Today we have a lot of modern means of telling the government, for example, that uh, this or that, you don't like this or you don't like that, or you like this or you like that. So everything to be, if you want, we are on a whole system which has not evolved at all. It's, it's ex- exactly the same thing as in the beginning. In the beginning, there was no consideration, absolutely no consideration for the problem like democracy or the problem like economy, 
they don't talk about economy, our economy was going to become the big, big thing, the industrial revolution, which was going to change the, the way of living of people. And we are still, we are still, my dear, we are still in the industrial revolution type. Means that the people of the, with the money, they are of course obliged today, where it's a little more or a little less, uh, if you want, stringent than it was uh, two centuries ago, but it's still the same thing. The people with the money, the industry, govern you, give you how much you must in. It's, 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 still, it's still the people with the power in their hands that govern you. You can do what you want, it's still like that. Well, it has changed a little bit. In the United States, women have the right to vote. African Americans, although there's still institutional racism and racism around, they get to vote. Um, so it has changed a little bit. God knows it only took 200 years, but... Yeah, a little bit for those things which are absolutely unavoidable. Excuse me, it was, there was no way to do otherwise. So it came, it, it came by itself. It came under the necessity, which, which is completely wrong, which is, means that people don't think of what they should do, what they could do, what they, they have to do. They, they, finally, they took a decision because they, they had no way to do otherwise. Or they got comfortable enough with their power that they said, all right, we can let this. Yeah, yeah, because they these can. people in. You know, when you, when you, I always quote uh, the man of all seasons, you know, in the 1500, when he described exactly the rich, he said, the rich, they do everything to keep their money, to have more money, and when they do and have enough money, they transform that into laws that allows them to keep that money with no problem. It's exactly the same thing. It did not change, my dear. Modernize, but not change. I mean, if you think about it, women were given the right to vote in the United States. What was that? In the 30s, 20s, 30s, 1920s, 30s. Well, because they went in the street. But... Right, but because they went in the street, because they protest, it's always the same thing. It's not the government which go ahead. It's obliged to go ahead. So you have 50% more people voting, but did anything change? Listen, dear, how many people vote? In the United States, probably yeah. about, what, maybe 40% of the population? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? And why? Why? Well, you know the big thing? I don't vote because it will change nothing. I have heard that so many times. The guys say, oh, I do not vote because it will change nothing. So you do you vote? So far I did. So far I did. Not anymore. I'm not either. Plus now I am against, I'm against the whole system. So I cannot support the system. So, you know, it's a difficult moral situation. I did vote for years. But now, if I, I am against. I am against because they took us for stupid. They tell you what they, they tell you what they want to tell you. They sell you what they want to sell you, and you you say, oh, okay, it's perfect. Um, well, since we're talking about government, 
Yeah. Right? That can lead us up to um, number two in the general rules. What is number the two? Positive. It's government, where it's represented by as many women as men. Yeah, there is no... That's always the same thing. It's always the same thing. And the story of men and women in government, that's exactly the whole story about work and everything you want. The male, they have the big muscles. And they have the big muscles since centuries. So they are the guys who have the world because they have the big muscles. It's not true. The women, they do as much, if not more, than the men. The men, they go to fight, you know, when you look at the history of the Middle Ages, huh? the women, they were keeping the, the town uh, alive. Well, those guys, they were fighting against each other. They were doing nothing else than fighting all, the, all year long. So there is no reason why the women who beside that, there are more women than men on earth. So why are they not represented? If you are here today, it's because of a woman. And the woman that gives them the right to talk. And as they are more than people, they should be at least in equality of people in government. They have certainly as many ideas as you can have. That would eventually, if the ideas are different, you could argue, discuss, and come out with solutions. But if you have only one party, the male, the male, they are the male, uh, and they govern since centuries. Yeah, the women have been elected officials for a little while now, and um, I, I read an interesting thing one time, because I personally believe that um, the age of the warrior god is over. We need matriarchs to yeah. run things. We need a, a loving, caring society no absolutely Come on. not a warrior society no not anymore um if we have no war if we have no war well i, I read i read an interesting thing that um uh women will tend to vote like men when they're an extreme minority but once they reach a threshold of i think it was around 35 percent they tend to vote as if more on the feminine side is interesting and so what you're proposing that if there was 50 percent women it would be interesting to see um how the um laws might change yeah, how society might change that, what is valued in society that would eventually you know women they have ideas that men do not have as men you can say have ideas that women do not have but it, it, it would be good to have all that feminine side involved in the government. Why not? They are here to support you, to make your cooking, to give you babies, to, to work, to whatever. So why don't they have, have their side in the government? Why would be only the men who can go at 8 o'clock uh, with a cravat, with everything, you know, uh, when she's over there? Right. If you have all businessmen and lawyers representing the public... All they're going to do is make laws, and the laws are going to benefit the business, right? Exactly. But if you have mothers in in um, situations of power, they're going to act like mothers, right? Yeah. They're going to treat yeah. in a mothering, kind kind of way. Yeah. I um, but I know this might be a little um, off topic, but. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on feminism. Yeah, yeah. Go feminism, ahead. okay? Yeah, go ahead. 
All right, so I'm all for feminism, all <laughs> for e- equal rights, right? You have to always preface yourself. But I do have a critique of it. And I know our audience is made up primarily of women here. But um, here's what bothers me about feminism and women going into the workplace and all of that. Right, so I'm old enough to remember when the father figure was the breadwinner and would go out into the workplace and the mother would stay at home, right? You probably yeah, grew yeah. up like that. Yeah. So the father at the time was able to, with one paycheck, raise a family, have the house, send the kids to college, um, uh, but uh, buy a car, everything on one paycheck, right? That was like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Feminism comes along, which, you know, I don't blame anybody for wanting to reach their fullest potential. However, if you've noticed, now it takes two paychecks and you're barely surviving it's hard to have the house. Your car is probably on lease. You go in debt sending your kids to college. And I think what happened was feminists should have argued for, fought for, that if the woman wants to go into the workplace, she deserves as much pay and the if the father wants to stay at home, it still should be one paycheck can um, raise a family. doesn't matter who's bringing in that paycheck. It just seems like we flooded the workplace with all these, um, with all women uh, coming into the workplace, and it worked on behalf of the capitalist. Does that make sense? Well, that makes sense, yes. You make, you make the good, uh, good sense of the woman later. But, you know, I believe that it is impossible, it is impossible in the future to have the class, just the men, leading all the, 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 the things, the business, the everything, and the only paycheck. I don't believe it's, uh, it's, it, it's the future. I don't believe that. Well, I would like to see that happen, to go back to that. Um... I think we owe it to ourselves. Why is you have all these people working harder and harder? The average work week is now well over 40, 40 hours a week, up to 50. You are talking about something else, my dear. I'm talking about talk, economics. You are talking about economy, talking yeah. like that. You know, So it's the economy which obliges you to do like this or like that. If it was a sane economy, maybe you would not be obliged to do like this or like that. The, we, we are still in an economy of, of profit. The, the, the usual, uh, you know, century old, uh, that's where the Industrial Revolution came in, because that, that's the beginning of capitalism, because it's the first people with enough money to buy the first machine who were the master of every, everybody, including you. So today, the number of people went like that, and there was improvement, if you want, in industry, but hey, it's still the industry which governed you, 
and you are obliged to go according to what they give you, not what they should give you, what they give you. Yeah, they get That's to dictate else. that. That's something else. Um, and we're moving towards, a, they say, a, a data-driven society, a technology-driven society. So what are you going to do? So, in, in other words, AI society. In, in other words, in other words, if you look at the history of, of economy, you always see through, the, through three centuries now that it's only the people with the money, even today, my dear, it's the people with the money that govern everything. Govern indirectly, govern you, govern the government, govern absolutely everything. The money, nothing else. So, are you saying that we should take away their money? We should no take away the money. No, that doesn't mean you're no, going to no, get no. in trouble. On uh, no, no, no. People hey, see hey, that. Hey, 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 my dear. Or we go on like that, and we go to a catastrophe. Don't worry, because a catastrophe. I will tell you why. You were seeing artificial intelligence and things like that. If you give those things in the hands of few people, but because they will have the real money to buy the real thing, like the people with the first steam engine. Exactly the same thing. Then, but then, you will have a robot making your job. So what will you do? And how will you protest to have some money? And the people with the robots and the, the tech companies, they're the ones controlling all the, all the speech, too. They will control everything. They will control the newspaper. They will control the, the TV, the, the everything. They will control absolutely everything that will be worse than the industrial revolution. The industrial revolution, you had Mr. Karl Marx, you had all that, the communists, blah, 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 blah. Uh, today, eventually, you have nothing at all, except me. I protest. But <laughs> I protest against that. No, no, I protest against that because I see that it, that it, is, the end, it is the end of humanity as we know it. Well, so are you, are you saying we should take their money away from them? Take Limit. Their, I don't say, take, take all the limit. You know, when you make a painting, I say, uh, it's all based on, on, on the dialectic of the art. You make a painter. You don't paint on the wall on top of the painting. Eh? They paint on the wall on top of the painting. means that you should limit the power of, of people. That people at the same level, no, that does not exist. And people have, some people have more, you know, uh, can do more than others. So we must respect the possibility of people to do something. But to a certain point where it does not endanger the society. And if you have too much, you endanger the society. So the society should limit what you can have. Not, not take over, not, not at all, but limit in both ways what you can have. And the people who do not have enough, also they should have enough. Should limit. Everything like to limit a painting between the frame. I can agree with that. So how do we get to that? How do we get there? To to have the money? Yeah. You, <laughs> it's very very simple. <laughs> the simplest way in the world. You don't remember Mister? I, I, I can talk about him. I didn't like him, but I talk about him, Mister Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle. You know I don't. You know what he did one morning? Because some people during the war had made a lot of money with black market and whatever you want. Tons of money. So one day, you go to the bank, if you want your money, you change your money. 
to a certain extent. And that's it. So you would say that um, you could only we, we, bring in up a million dollars. Yeah, and if anything you is 500, you will have 500 of new banknotes. But if you have 502, those two go nowhere. No, I mean... It's like a reset. <laughs> it means that it was a way, if you want, it was a way to get rid of all what those guys had, had won on the back of the, the people during the war. So if they had made one million at that time, you know, so you come with your uh, all your, your banknotes, you were allowed to only that much. And that was it. No more. You can come with one million. If it was 500 that you were allowed to, you had 500 new banknotes. And that was it. But there might, there might not even be banknotes anymore. It's just going to be digits on a computer. Well, that, that's something else. Eh? That, that's something else. Modern technology allows few things that eventually yeah, you, you can invent what you want in that domain. That, that's very possible. But it means, it means, nevertheless, it means limitations. Limitations on what you can have because then you, if you, if you go over those limitations, you have too much power over the people who, are, who have no, if you will. And, the, and you should have enough to survive. Now, all that, my dear, we are talking about what? We are talking about artificial intelligence, robots, and things like that. We can take over absolutely everything. A robot can build a, a house in 24 hours, complete house in 24 hours. So wh what are, we, are going to do all the people like you, like me, like all the people who work? If, if mechanically speaking, the government can do absolutely everything. And not paying you, of course, because they do it. So how do you solve the problem? I guess you, everybody just doesn't work and, and gets, gets what? their needs met, right? Well, At least their, their food, clothing, housing, health care. So you put everybody at the same level? At least for the time being. And I said that everybody, you know, the the... the the socialism and all that, it was everybody at the same level. And uh, I don't believe in that also, because you have people who are more dynamic or intelligent than other people and can do more than other people. So you must give a certain freedom of acting to people, otherwise they will be very unhappy and uh, will uh, kill your government mm -hmm. by unhappiness. You must leave the human nature be able to realize what it has to realize. That's, that's one thing. But you must limit that. And how do, you, how do you do to pay precisely, to pay all the people who will not have work? And, excuse me, the people who will not have work, who have them doing what? All day along in the streets? Well, they can go to school. To they, school, okay. They can paint the paintings. Yeah, okay, but for a few years, and then after that... You get bored, then you go flying airplanes. Exactly, or, or, or a boat, or whatever it is. But you have to tax, then at, at that point, who provide the money, you have to tax those machines. I can for, agree with that. For, for, for the, the work they do in your place. You tax them, and they will pay for you. They do your job, they will pay for you. So, we have a little robot here 
It doesn't yeah. work very well. It's the, the <laughs> kind that goes and supposedly cleans the floors. Uh, it just seems to go around in circles. And <laughs> so that robot should pay the wages of the person who would come, who would, who get, would come uh, to clean the house. Uh, that that is to, to be discussed. If you had, uh, you know, we don't go into details. But what I mean, if you want, is that at the point of industry, if if a robot really replaces, if a robot can do by itself, All right. the, the world of ten people. So, what about those ten people? Where do they get their money from? Here's an example. Let's uh, the car industry. Robots are yeah. building most of the car, yeah. right? So those robots should pay the taxes of the displaced workers. Yes. It's interesting. The price of the car would go up. So what? Where is the problem? The problem is precisely that we went to, to China for what? To sell you your shirt a little less than if it was made here. So now we're in trouble. Yeah, I don't even think it's a little less. I think it's the same price, but somebody's getting more profit. Of course. It's always the same story, my dear. So there is a profit incentive in the positive dialectic. Yeah. But a limited. The dialectic say one thing. The dialectic say you always have two things which are different things. If you consider, for example, industry, industry is made of two things, money and labor. Basically, basically. Science in the middle, when I say labor, forget, forget the science. Practically speaking, it translates in... Well, resources would be that, but I guess that would be the money, right? So you have those two things, my dear. You have the money and you have the labor. Here, come for closer to the for mic. Cent for, oh yeah. for centuries, for centuries, there was a fight. There was such a fight in the beginning. It was a disgusting fight. You know, when Karl Marx came in for, for the lawyers, for the workers, and all that. You know, the 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 the, 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 the cities were absolutely disgusting. Now it did improve because with the centuries passing by. Humanity became a little more uh, human, if I can say so. The government was obliged to do more and more, and it's still the same problem. The same problem is that industry is made of money and labor. So, the money is one thing, and if the labor does not exist anymore by men, so what do you do? Then they have, then they control the world. Then they have to pay. It has to, to be paid one way or another one for you to be able to survive and to, to, to take a boat this afternoon and go uh, shipping, you know. You will have to do things like that, otherwise people will become crazy. Do you think they can replace all of human labor? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Even creativity? Oh, yes. You, you know, you, you, the machine today, you can do absolutely what you want with the machine. And when you see once more that a, a robot can build a house, complete house, huh, in 24 hours, with no, beside that, with no uh, leftovers, you know, when you have the, the, the guy who cut the wood, you have all the pieces of wood, blah, 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 the, lawyer, the, the, the machine, no, nothing of that. It will be clean, it will always be always more or less the same house, that, that's something else. But 
you know, it will be clean and done by everybody but men. So they even have 3D printers that can print a, print a house. Yeah, they can. You can do. You I mean, can there do is a lot of want. there's a lot of positives in that. It make could make housing so cheap that. Uh, yeah, and so it could be so agreeable that instead of working on a stupidly in a house for ten hours because if you want to be paid you, during that time you could uh, fly or or go horse riding or whatever it is which would be at the disposal of the public in the same way. So, hey. But how important is working to a human being? <laughs> it's very interesting, my dear. That. So it's why you have to, one way or another way, have the people doing something when they do nothing. And it's where I said that, for example, if you go uh, I don't know, shipping, for example, you must be shipping all day, not shipping for one hour. Really shipping, shipping, you know, like, like, a, like, a, like a real exercise. Otherwise, you will become crazy. And maybe you could read a little more, and you could learn a little more also, of the people know absolutely nothing at all. So, hey. Well, I do know that, uh, for me personally, I identify with my work it's, it's a, a huge part of my life i do know that um a lot of other people that feel the exact same way and people that are laid off boy after a while they just get to be broken people if they can't uh, find work i know i i know a lot of um uh a lot of it is economically driven because they, they don't have the health care anymore. They don't have um, um, uh, money coming in to pay the bills. But it's also, I think a big part of it is um, that they, they feel um, useless. Useless, absolutely. So you, have, you will have, I believe that the, the, the problem of the future, if we were going to a society the, the way we are talking about, would be precisely to find employees, to find a way for, for men and women, I mean humanity, mm -hmm. to employ yourself not being with uh, turning your, your, your finger, uh, to doing something. So it's where the, the, you, I mean, you will have to create uh, things, uh, sports or no sports, uh, whatever it is, but to keep people working on something. Otherwise we'll become crazy. And it's not that we need people to, I mean, there are managers, there are bosses. N not everybody's cut out to do that. There are people that are good at managing people. Yes, and, and we are talking about shipping. You will have people to take care of ships or create ships or take care of ships. Oh, they'll have a robot build them. Oh, uh, to a certain extent. Uh, to, to, of course, you will have robots doing a lot of things, but you will have people to entertain, let's say, not create, to entertain those boats, to be, to be sure that the people are blah, 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 blah. There is a lot of, there is a lot of, of employees that will not be part of robots, which are human. I think I read this week, I think it was this week I read it, that they're just getting ready to um, start using cargo ships where there's no no captain, no nothing. It's all going to be 
You don't need uh, a it's captain. It's all going to be done by satellites. Yeah, you don't need a captain. Come on, what for? Well, somebody to, to take a what? plane for the wreck. But, to, uh, to do what? You, you can, today, with the, the technology and everything, you can do, let's say, in 20 years, in 50 years, in 100 years, you can do absolutely everything, technically speaking, by robots, by whatever you want. So you have to prepare humanity for that. And it is what no government today is doing. No government, no one is talking about the future. Have you heard any one of the guys, you see what they are talking about, what they want to be elected? Everything but the future. So do you think it's a good thing, this future that we're projecting here? You cannot, my dear, it's a good thing in the way that you cannot, or you can close your eyes and not consider it at all, or you, you can open your eyes and your mind and say, this is the future, and what can we do for the future? You don't think we should pause until everybody gets an opportunity to have a say? Or you can't stop technology? You can't stop it? No, you can. You will never stop the technologies. Never. It's, it's, now it's... it's since that very famous thing, the guy who make the little uh, shuttle automatic, that the first shuttle, you know, to create a, uh, that, eh? the first shuttle. Since that time, it did not stop improving. The first one really that, after that it was automatic, after that it was bigger, yeah, 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 yeah. And we are today, at what we are today, a cargo with no captain. Yeah. You could have plane with no pilot. You could. Oh and yes, they, they make the demonstration. Oh, they have drones they make nowadays. The, they make They're the essentially planes. Come on, you, you, the, the plane works without a pilot. Yeah. yeah pilot they, is not necessary. Um, we're, we're, time has gone by very fast. I'm surprised at this. <laughs> we're all, all, close to forty minutes. Um, but I want to leave. Um, the podcast on a positive note so i don't want everybody to think oh my god the future is going to be so horrible no the future no 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 my dear the future is the future is the future and the future will be what we will do of the future and it is precisely where i am against a thing for example when the the, the all, all our politicians say we are we are the most democratic etc which is not true. Let's let's put the, the truth where the truth is and the truth about politics and truth about working, all, all, all what is today and what will be the future. In fact, it would be, for me, it's criminal, if you want, not to consider the future, not to, to, to make plans to, to have the best possible things. With Humanity could have things that she, it has never had. Huh? It's possible at the condition that those things are at the disposition of humanity, not in the hands of few people. And that's it. So what I, I'm hearing you say is that we can create the world that we want. Exactly. And we're entitled to it. Just by being human, just by being alive, we're entitled just to it. Just by thinking. And what I, what I reproach to our politicians is precisely not to think. They think just about themselves or to be re-elected. Mr. Trump, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a joke. I compare him to, to uh, 
the the dictator with, with Charlie Chaplin. I don't know if you have seen the dictator. Mm -hmm. It is exactly the same, you know, the same thing. So you, we must. I, I believe that precisely the the, the, the duty of, of thinking human is to prepare to prepare the, that future. And what I reproach to the to the actual politician here, number one. They tell story about uh, democracy, complete story. They do not educate the kids. How do you want those kids in the future to do if they are not educated? How do you want them to react huh, if they are not educated? So it's why we must educate, we must do put the things as they really are and prepare the future. So if you could ask one question at these debates uh, for the upcoming presidential election, what would that question be? <laughs> Just one. I, I, I told you that my first question was, what is democracy? Okay, folks. That's Just one question. What is democracy? <laughs> that's how we started the show. Yeah. And I hope you'll join us next week. You'll join us next week, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us today. Michelle, if people want to learn more, they can learn more by um, going to the website. The website yeah, is? Yeah, the website. No-pennies.com. It's for the people with no money. No-pennies. We represent the people, not the people with the power, the people. And folks can always email us their questions, comments, and everything at... Info at radiofreewill.com. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you join us again next week. And um, we'll be going to part three of the general rules of the positive dialectic with Michelle Mockers. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>